Thank you for listening to Right Jokes, Wrong Times. Today I was joined by Carrie Reyes. You can follow her on Instagram at cornnutslut6969. We started the podcast by talking about how perfect her door is for Halloween. Did I make you get too far away from that door? Can I get that door again? Oh, yeah. That's the best door I've ever heard for Halloween. <laughs> Jesus. And then it slammed shut, but there's nobody home. How long has that been like that? I don't know. This is my boss's house, so probably ever. Okay, your boss just has never heard of WD-40? No. <laughs> We're all hysterical women here. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, thank you for recording with me today, man. I'm actually really excited to talk to you today because for as much as I've always been kind of around you and around your comedy, I actually have rarely ever seen like full-blown sets. I've actually seen more like open mic sets than full-blown sets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. More like podcast stuff or I'll see you around like writing sessions. But. Exactly. And like, same goes for you. Like, you never actually see my set either. Yeah, I think I've seen you maybe like twice at the Tiger a long time ago. So I'm just going to start off by assuming that I need to apologize. <laughs> I actually don't remember much of your set, so it's cool. I probably didn't do great either. That sounds about right, actually. <laughs> no, I'm excited to talk to you today because, like I said, I, I'm kind of in the dark. I know I've talked to you and obviously like face to face. I think you're funny. Mm-hmm. And from what I've seen on stage, all the jokes that I've heard you talk about, I like the jokes. So I'm excited to see what you want to talk about today. So I asked you to think about a joke of yours that works on stage. So what mm-hmm. do you have for me? So it's kind of a newer joke that I worked on. It's basically about how like my family hates me. Right. <laughs> like how I'm not the favorite in the family. You know, I'm just like, I do all this cool stuff. Like, I do comedy and, like, I have a full-time job, but, like, no one really gives a shit, you know? But they all love my cousins. Like, I constantly get trapped in these just horrendous family group texts that I can't get out of. And they're like, oh, look at his, you know, like, his basketball team. And my cousin, he's he's mentally challenged. Like, oh. So it's like, oh, here's this, like, special ed basketball team. He's doing so great and this, this, and this. And I'm like, dude, like, it was zero to zero. <laughs> Like, what are you talking about? You know, and not a single one of them has ever come to any of my shows or like, where's my group text? Do you know what I mean? Uh, You're like, you know what? Fuck this dude. And then you're like, wait up. I can't treat him like this, but also we should be treating everybody like they're equal. You know what I mean? So fuck this dude. Yeah, I think it's horrendous. I'm just like, well, like, guys, like, he rides the he rode the short bus his whole life. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, can I get some recognition around here? Y'all can't even take a regular size bus to my show? Yeah, for real. (laughs) So that's kind of the point of that joke. And I mean, that. That usually does pretty well because everybody has that like person in their family, whether they're, you know, like, I mean, my funny thing is like that he's actually mentally challenged and he's still the favorite. Right. But, you know, everybody has that where they're like, yeah, his cousins are like a fuck up. But why does everybody like, why does he just get everything? I grew up most of my life as an only child. And so I just wasn't the favorite even as an only child. Yeah. See, that's that's even worse. (laughs) I mean, I was an only child, but uh, well, like for eight years, eight days and 10 minutes until my mom ruined it by having my baby sister but (laughs) you know growing up like we were you know we were cousins and we were the only two kids in the family so during Christmas Halloween you know Easter we were the only two kids so I felt like it wasn't much of a competition I was like it's either me or like this kid right (laughs) like come on (laughs) like he's drooling on himself come on (laughs) you know and everybody just every yeah everyone loved him more and still do and it hurts my feelings. I love the resentment. It's just like my favorite thing. <laughs> okay, I didn't think about this until as you were saying it. I'm like, okay, yeah, if you had two kids, I just feel like there would definitely be like, you know what, that one's a little better. If you have like a bunch, you can kind of hide it a little bit, I guess. I say this with two kids. Right? Yeah, but look, I'm not going to tell anybody, but like you have to have more money on one one than the other. <laughs> And you laughed because when I said that, one of those kids popped in your head immediately. <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about you. My bad. 
No, I'm talking about your kids. Like if you okay. could choose to put your entire savings, like whatever you have in your bank account right now on one of oh, your easy. children. Yeah, exactly. Like you already know. Oh, yeah. And I would I'll tell you right now, it'd be my son for sure, because my son's actually like level headed and smart. And my daughter is me. Mm-hmm. My daughter's an idiot with money. <laughs> She would be like, you know what? The odds say I should sink all of my inheritance into lottery scratchers because the numbers say I'm going to get some good money, even though I've got good money now. Mm -hmm. That's the logic. That's like the perfect segue into I asked you to think about a joke of yours that you wrote that didn't work on stage. So what do you have for me there? Um, So a joke that didn't really work. I tried to write about when I was in school and I got bullied a lot, but I always got bullied by like the worst people. Like I look back now and I'm like, I let that fucking guy bully me. If these are mentally handicapped people now that are like bullying you as well, like I'm really worried about your childhood. If like (laughs) you were the favorite child and then you were getting bullied by all the friends. So the joke is about this guy from high school that used to bully me a lot. And this kid, he looked like this was maybe my freshman or sophomore year of high school. And he looked like he was 35. I was like, are you are you too old to go here? (laughs) Like he had a full beard, just like hairy legs. And then he just thinking about it now, it's like he told me one time, like, yeah, I aspire to be a trash man one day, which is like I get, you know, like city workers, you know, should be paid with their you know yeah but there's so many things you could do for the city besides the trash yeah but that was like his aspiration like yeah i'm not gonna go to college or be like i'm not gonna do anything with my life i just know i'm gonna be a trash man because they make like 18 dollars an hour you know (laughs) i mean but he (laughs) he worked you know what you want jesus go for it yeah but it's like i let that guy bully me you know (laughs) what i mean and like he he was one of those guys too that he wore um a pantera shirt to school every single day And he was one of those people that were like, if you don't like Pantera and only Pantera, you're a piece of shit and whatever. He was like a music Nazi, basically. And uh, so you put stock in what this man thought? No, well, he would just like always shit on my system of a down shirt. And that was my favorite shirt. (laughs) Okay. so (laughs) So how did he bully you? Because I hope there's more than he was like shitting on your music taste through shirts. No, he was just really mean to me. And I don't know what I did to this kid. I don't know if I I think I rejected him. At one point, because when I first like met, you know, I think he had a crush on me. Oh, so he was trying to pick up trash at an early age. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, come on, guys. <laughs> like the trash bag's only half full at this point. Like, you wait a few I years, mean, right? I'm with him on the career path now because it looks like like he was destined <laughs> to do it. No, but he was so mean to me and he would just, I don't know, he was just always talking shit to me. And uh, he was also one of those douchey kids that like brought his guitar to school every single day oh. and would just pay, play like the same five chords from the same Pantera song every day and try to impress people. So one day we were sitting in class and uh, the English teacher, I remember telling the teacher, like, did you hear what this motherfucker said to me? And he was like, I, I don't, I'm not getting involved with that. He's like, please don't say mf Yeah. So one day I just had enough and he said something to another kid about like, oh, you're just as stupid as her. So I got up out of my seat and I took his acoustic guitar and I like rock star slammed it over my head. Are you, wait, over your head? No, yeah, over my head. Like, not, like, I didn't hit myself in the head with it, but, like, over my head, like, smashed it into the ground. Oh, I got you. I got you. Into, like, a hundred pieces and um, then walked out of the class. And he cried. Holy shit. And he cried. And he never talked to me again after that. That is more badass than I think anything I've ever done in my life. How did that feel? (laughs) Oh, it was great. And then I just stormed out. And, like, my teacher didn't even come after me. He just kind of told him, like, bro, you've been fucking with her. Like, (laughs) it's going to happen someday. So I never got in any trouble for it. That is one of the most first world problems to have. If a girl picks up your guitar and smashes it, 
Like, I don't know if there's <laughs> yeah. many situations where you're like, hey, can you guys feel bad for me that some chick just smashed my acoustic guitar on the ground? I'd immediately, I'd, I'd be like, I have questions. What happened? <laughs> yeah, apparently he cried. So I would cry too. Can I tell you, I wasn't necessarily bullied in school, but I was definitely made fun of because I was a crier. <laughs> yeah, I think that's. I think that's being bullied. Did you cry because they were making fun of you for being a crybaby? Yes. It was a very vicious cycle. (laughs) Yeah. So you were were bullied. Yeah. It basically got to the point where I felt like the only way I could get out of it was I had to make fun of people back. So I just started making fun of people back. The first time speaking to exactly what you were talking about, the first time it ever crossed my mind was fifth grade. There was a kid that was making fun of me because people just anytime they would like say my name, I would like start crying. I would like start tearing up. I just don't know what the deal was. So this kid was like, aren't you the kid that cries a lot? And I was like, didn't you pick your nose last week, like in class and everybody caught you and everybody started laughing at him and like he never made fun of me again. I was like, oh, shit, that's all you have to do. So it started my path of making fun of everybody else. Didn't you you pick your (laughs) nose last week? I'm sobbing in between. (laughs) It took me like two days to deliver that the first time I couldn't get through the tears, you know. I had to rehearse it and come back with a piece of paper. Practicing in your mirror. (laughs) I pull out a piece of paper. Hey, Todd, I wrote this down because I need to be strong. (laughs) You're like, dear Todd. (laughs) I mail it to him. Oh my God. Yeah, but I don't know. I thought that was like a pretty good concept. And I've tried it a few times on stage, but it just, I don't know. It just doesn't land, I guess. Like I try to kind of flip it around at the end, like as if he was the janitor, because I mean, in real life, I was legit like, I think you're too old to go to school here because you're... (laughs) literally a grown man so i kind of flip it as like he's the janitor like the janitor was making fun of me so i don't know maybe it's that part that throws people off but i don't know i thought it was a good concept but it just doesn't land i don't think you flipped it around as much as you thought because you switched him from a trash man to a janitor which might be a step up <laughs> true. True, 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 true true like where does the hierarchy of trash man to janitor stand because like janitors are sweet yeah i know that's what i mean like you just made him more likable See, we need to write Potter. (laughs) Well, excited to hear what you're writing about now. So what are you writing about now? You do like the writing sessions and stuff with me. And so basically the same thing that I kind of brought to our dojo session, just about this guy that I was dating for a very, very short time. I thought it was really cute that he was super into me, you know, because I'm like a little bit bigger, you know, I'm like a thick chick. But then it quickly turned into a fetish and it was really awkward when he (laughs) would be around my friends and then tell them all how much he loved fat chicks. Yeah, that's got to be awkward. Like, okay, just in general, to be around your friends and be like, yeah, let me tell you what I like about sex real quick. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, which is fine. Like having, you know, like I talk about sex with everybody all the time. That's not the issue. It's like... That's true, I guess. But I was mourning for way... Oh, yeah. so goddamn long, Jesus. Like, I didn't know sex existed until I was 30. Oh, yeah. I get like that feeling of when you're like 12 and a sex scene comes on with your parents in the room and it gets awkward. Mm -hmm. I get that feeling right now, still in like my 30s all the time when people bring up sex. Really? Oh my God. And all, all the, the time. Like, that you hang around, that's horrifying. Well, and for the amount that I joke around about sex too, you would think that that wasn't the case, but I feel really awkward joking around about sex too. <laughs> You're just like, yeah, I totally put it in her butt. <laughs> Sandbags. <laughs> I I like that you say that it quickly turned to fetish. Like, I know that you know this, but it's not like that quickly turned to fetish. That was a fetish that quickly manifested itself. Yeah. And he would just say the nicest things to me. And God, like one day he told he was like looking at me in the grocery store. Like I was a fucking snack. Right. I felt like the prettiest bitch in that fucking grocery store, you know, walking through the aisles. And he's just looking at me like, "Mm, I'm going to eat you up. (laughs) 
like a freaking ho-ho in the parking lot, you know? <laughs> and then I'm standing in the line paying and he just goes, mm, just like, oh, I just love your outfit. And like, oh, just that little bit of belly. I was like, what? Yeah, just trim the last part. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I was like, um, I'm wearing high-waisted jeans for a reason. Can you please <laughs> not point that out? <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Um, he would just like ruin everything like that. And I know he was trying to be nice about it, but I was like, that's not fucking cute, dude. You could have just left it as you look hot as fuck today. Let me ask you this. I don't know if I would be necessarily comfortable. Like I've never been in the situation where I've been somebody's fetish. You know what? I've never been in the situation where I've been somebody's like, but (laughs) you're like, my wife doesn't even love me. (laughs) (laughs) Like I've never been in a situation where like I've been somebody's fetish. I don't know if I would like that. That would be weird to me. Like, is that a funky feeling? Yeah, it's a, it is a really weird feeling. Cause at first I was like, you know, it's like everybody has a type, right? You know, like I prefer like taller or like darker men, right? But it's like if I was with, say, a tall, dark, handsome man, I wouldn't just be like, mm, baby, like I love the way you reach for them Cheerios on the top of the fridge, you know? Like I love the way you talk to tall, dark, handsome men, by the way. Mm, baby, I love the way you do shit. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It was just, it was kind of weird. And at one point I was like, am I like too small for you? Like there was one day he legit asked me to get on the scale in front of him. And I was like, I'm sorry. Oh Jesus. Yeah. That's not great. And I was like, I'll just, I was like, I'll just tell you like how much I, I mean, I don't want to, but I will. And he was like, man, just like, just do it. Prove it. And I was like, bro, just take my word for it. Like the fuck? I was like, do you have like a minimum? And I was kind of joking at first. And then I asked him again and he was like, uh, yeah kind of oh yeah and i was like cool well, i'm right below that so am i not <laughs> i don't know it was just really fucking weird the reason i asked you that was because like when you were talking about you know being standing in the checkout line he's like oh you know you look great and stuff i like everything up till then i was like yeah dude i need to date this dude like you know what i mean like that dude sounds awesome that dude is like complimentive yeah, and like no, all that. i don't even was... know if complimentive is a word yeah the whole time i was just so confused because he made me feel so beautiful but then at the end he would be like but the one turn it's you like me because i like i don't know it was just weird really weird wait are we so we saying there's a range of likeness that you have like you can't like me too much you need to back it off a touch okay it was like did you only like me because i'm chunky you know that's kind of how it felt oh what if he was a great complimenter would you be able to stick it out with him like damn i know this dude is only with but dude he lays on the best compliments <laughs> like if he did what he did but not throw in the last part oh yeah that, that would be fantastic i was there eating it up until the last part and then i was like what <laughs> cool i'm gonna go jog around the block now like fucking thanks a lot <laughs> i can't thank you enough for being on with me today man that was actually really fun yeah thank you for having me i love when i say actually because it makes it sound like i didn't expect it to be fun <laughs> that was actually really fun <laughs> it's no it's okay uh, I I didn't expect it to be fun either, Potter. (laughs) 